Welcome back to Rarity Comics Roll. Don't forget if you enjoy what you hear to like, share, and subscribe. I have been through death and conquered it. I have returned with my power multiplied. The dark side of the force lives and manifests itself through me. I reach into the dark side now and send ripples through it to all who serve it. Know that I live. I am Darth Mike. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I'm Anthony. Some would say I'm a scruffy nerf herder. I'm John. And today we have a special guest for the Mandalore. I'm Brian. Now over here at Ready Comics Roll, we've all seen uh, the new Last Jedi movie. But today we're not going to be giving away any spoilers or anything that has to do with that movie. Hell, we're but, not going to talk about it. <laughs> but just for the fact that our love of Star Wars really supersedes the rest of the galaxy, we're going to have a full-on conversation of everything past, present, and legacy of Star Wars. Yeah, and then, of course, as always, we did a spoiler full review, so if you do want to hear about it, be sure to check that video out as well. I would have to say that my favorite era, just because of my favorite Sith, was in the Legacy era. My favorite Sith has been Darth Crate. okay? This guy has lived through the Clone Wars he has gone through the Empire era, he's gone into the Legacy era, and he was the major Sith leading out through the Legacy era. Okay? Now, I know some of you, like Anthony, may like Jedi, but Darth Krayt really pushed kind of the, the fact that the Jedi, ultimately, they've been wrong for a long time. Uh, he saw their inconsistencies with their ways, thus turning him from the Jedi Code himself from a long time ago. He saw Anakin once as a hero, and then later he looks at him as, hey, this is the guy who destroyed all the Jedi. He's a hypocrite, too. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of everything from Legacy Era and even from Old Republic lead to you kind of understanding that the Jedi are nine times out of ten wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it also, in all fairness and balance, Sith aren't exactly right either, which is why you have the entire cycle to begin with. I mean, I, I look at that. I, I think it's one of those things that, uh, honestly, if there were no Jedi, obvious, I, I mean, we'll kind of look at the actual history of the Jedi and the Sith, but... <laughs> what we have is if the Jedi still didn't exist, the Sith may possibly not exist because there is a balance to them. Uh, one, making sure that the other, not making sure that, but with one existing, the other obviously existing. Um, you, you look back at all the way in the Old Republic, pre-Old Republic, you have the Jedi and their teachings and how they were, how they came up. I, I know how we can describe this, John. It's like Batman. Because Batman exists, his villains exist. Thus, he's never right. Well, now, no. to stop that real quick, I mean, that's, that's sure, you want to go with that point, whatever. But the problem is, is it's, it's a logical fallacy because correlation does not imply causation. That's no, but the fact is, though, uh, the Jedi literally created the Sith. And I'm not talking about the species, I'm talking about the Order. 
That's what I was trying to get to. Is when the first you, three uh, were exiled and went to Korriban for the first time. Thank you, Brian. When the Jedi Order existed and they had their teachings, the fact that some Jedi were looking into an expanded wealth of knowledge, and that means tapping into the dark side of the Force, trying to utilize everything. The Jedi were the ones who exiled the three first dark Jedi. They, however, go deep into space, find the Sith race, notice that they're strong with the dark side and that they're not willing to minimize and limit their wealth of knowledge. So what do they do? They go ahead and get with the race, go ahead and spawn this new order of the Sith, and then there you go. Without the Jedi doing what they did, the Sith would not actually exist. But again, that still goes back to the whole correlation does not equal causation. Because for one thing, that was a choice that those previous Jedi had made. And it was going to happen one way or another, is, is, the, is the breakdown. Like, yes, I understand the correlation causation thing. But one way or another, the fact that the Jedi were keeping secrets from the Jedi was going to eventually lead down this road. It, it, it's an inevitability. It's just... It, who discovered it, who does what, doesn't actually change the uh, fact that I think that it was always going to happen. Well, not just the fact that... Uh, <laughs> Anthony, you're going to get beat up through a lot of this conversation. <laughs> the, the it's, fact- it's, it's, it's a, a one-sided fight. It's three against one, pretty yeah. much. Well, <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian over here is a Sithist, but at the mm-hmm. same time, though, he he's more of a Mandalorian kind of guy. I mean, okay. you, guys are usually, all the way. you guys are usually talking Sith, so... But I look at it this way, and I'm not even necessarily referring to the, I mean, the ultimate um, established setting for it is that the Sith come out of it. But how the Jedi Code is built, how the fact that they keep their separation between their Padawans to their Knights to going up, the eventuality of the rise of a Dark Jedi in their terms, okay, um, all, whether it happened all the way back then or later in the timeline, there is an eventuality for that. Right. How they're structured, how the fact that they don't want you to have any kind of connection, the fact that they tell you to be a Vulcan and not have emotions. Okay, they they want you to pull yourself away from everything. And the fact is, how the species works in all of Star Wars there's going to be an emotional spectrum. The fact that you're negating it or trying to negate it ultimately sets up your downfall. The They should have been working towards what their ultimate goal was or what the true beginning Jedi were, which were the balance, true balance of the Force, not lightsiders who don't do shit. I'm talking about true balance of the Force. That's then, why the Old Republic era, they definitely I would say the Jedi were, were better in that regard. And in terms of the whole, yes, you know what? As much as I do love the Jedi, I can, too, admit that they're a little bit flawed. But that's the funny thing is, again, we're talking about balance. Just like you say the fact that with the Jedi, they want you to cut off your emotions, almost very much like monk-like teachings to where, you know, you kind of seal yourself off from the rest of the world. You think more cosmically or spiritually. You have the dark side who are the polar opposite, which they use... They don't keep their emotions in check. They don't rein themselves in at all, which is ultimately ends up corrupting and burning them out. Yeah. Almost like almost like taking the governor uh-huh. off of a car. No. Wrong. And, and this is, this <laughs> okay. is something that not a lot of people get when you look at the surface of the Sith. 
Yes. They're, they are about passion. They are about power. They are about strength. However, they do also practice control because the force itself requires control. You don't get force lightning without control and manipulation of the force. True, but you're yes. talking about a, or we're talking about a greater level of control. We're not talking about skill. We're not talking about they're know, proficiency. Able, they're able to control the elements of the force in blind rage. Yes, that goes back to, like I said, that's skill and proficiency. It's, it's not a matter of, oh, I am so... I, I, it's not, like, again, we're talking about like the whole monk oneness or anything else like that. They're not that much spiritually attuned. No, they are spiritually they are. attuned. Okay. Because otherwise, <laughs> in that blind... There are points where... And we'll go into what you see in Force Awakens. Kylo Ren backlashes with his lightsaber when he loses control because he doesn't have the practice control of old Sith Lords. He only goes into slash, 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 and not into the, I'm going to barrage lightning across the okay. room. I was going to say, and to kind of piggyback off of what he says, uh, just for reference of people who know more about the movies, the biggest case for that, uh, against your point, Anthony, Sidious. Okay, Sidious, yes, <clears throat> utilizes his anger to manifest Force Lightning. But at the same time, though, he is a person who has expanded his knowledge so far, even greater than the Jedi, in his meditation and learning, uh, that he has this focus and control in this, like, his scope for being able to reach... He played the, the long game. <laughs> well, I'm not even just talking about the fact that he was a master strategist. I'm talking about the fact that he was a master at common control. Thus the reason why he could do what he needed to do. And thus yeah. also able to fully use the Force to control it. To where he put a shadow over everyone else's eyes. Yes, but again, what I was trying to say is not necessarily this is the truth of all Sith. Yes, Palpatine is a great example. Just like if we go ahead and look, and I guess this would kind of go beyond the movies, which I know we're not trying to, Obi-Wan, he did teeter a little bit away from a lot of the Jedi teachings. He did have the emotional attachments and stuff like that, and it goes to show that Jedi, in the same respect, can also not be... Can sway from the code. Yeah, which it, is fine, Just but, but that was my point, is... That it's not so black and white. Sometimes you have to have a shade of gray. Don't even, <laughs> don't even start. Don't even, don't even right. start this because even Brian, who <laughs> likes the term gray order because of Knights of the Old Republic, even will admit himself the gray order is not necessary. It was what? What did you say earlier? It was just a one-time fan novel that didn't hit, that hit off only on certain chords. The only one that you would actually even think of that would be considered a great Jedi would be Revan, because he went from light to dark and back to light, and then stepped away from the Order to step and be sure the Sith. Jolie Bindo, too. Now, there is the case <sighs> that uh, you can go ahead in the game, push him towards the light if you wanted to, but if you just, canonically, he is considered, and I, I don't like the term Grey Order, I would just like to say I, we need to come up with a new term for it. But basically, He's a neutral no, no, Jedi. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> even know if I would go neutral no. Jedi. Okay, th just... this is this is my premise behind the whole Grey Jedi or thing. Is You have the light side and it, its abilities and how it's perceived and then you have the dark side, which is honestly, let, let's look at this for real. Okay? Light side is calm, controlled, pa um, passionless um, 
that common healer, okay? Dark side is fueled with passion. I'm not talking about its dark abilities or evil abilities. I'm talking about the fact that it's a side of passion. So if you're going to classify Grey Order as anything, it is actually a Darksider. Because Darksiders don't minimize the fact that they, they could still use the light side of the Force. They can also use the dark side of the Force. Okay? So... Anything other than cutting off your emotions to become a lightsider, the moment that you try to utilize a, a stoic nature and at times a passionate nature would mean you're a darksider. In the eyes of the Jedi, yes, but not as a, a matter-of-fact type thing. That's why I made the joke, things are not always so black and white. Well, the problem is, is that the Jedi have almost without any sway on this whatsoever they always view anything that isn't on the path of the jedi as being well that was the that's, to the dark that's, that's the dark literally dark. what i just said thank you for paying attention <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 i'm not works. finished with my thought process <laughs> okay. here asshats <laughs> the the point that i'm getting at is that whereas you have that with the jedi the the dark jedi or the sith never have viewed it that way they they view it as there are things that you can do with the Force that the Jedi would never allow you to do, and thus there are other paths to go. The The whole point of the Dark Jedi initially was just to actually open themselves up to the world. Everything, yeah. The, the world. And there are... There are dark Jedi out there in the expanded universe that never do anything evil or really bad. Like, and they're still considered Sith or, oh, yeah. or dark Jedi, and, but the thing is, is they're not, they don't consider themselves Grey Order either. They just existed. They're like, I wanted to know all this stuff and not kill a whole bunch of people. Is that okay? Can I do that? Yeah, I can do that. I'm gonna do that. Hell yeah. But again, that goes to your point. So then who who's the person who's saying that they are, are Sith or that they are dark side? It's typically a Jedi that's calling them as such, which doesn't necessarily mean that, that is true. Well, that is a label that's being thrown no, off. No, the issue is is the fan base that labels them such. I, I, I have to kind of agree slash disagree with Mike. Only I think better, because we're looking at the actual writing, the TV show and everything like that. Uh, you're looking at Anthony's term in, because I think a lot of canonically, hardcore... canonically in the books, if they if they do not if they do not sway to either side, they will be referred to as a force user and only as a force. Yeah, user. that's what I was okay. thinking in the books. I was thinking the force like the adept. Yes. It's basically called the adept. Yeah, but I was okay. thinking like I don't know I have a better term, but if, I mean because everybody's a force user. Or not everybody. Not everybody. I mean, like, everybody as far as a dark sider or a Jedi or what have you is a Force user. Yeah. But there are, there are, there is the, the open-ended term of being a Force user. And it's been used yeah. in the no, books. No, I know, I know. There's also multiple traditions for going from race to race. Yes. For I was gonna, different Force users. I was going to say, to, to, to kind of further what Brian was saying, I think the, the most evil Force is not even a Sith. Okay, the Siths, yes, being very warlike and stuff like that, commonly seen mm -hmm. trying to conquer the galaxy. The evilest Darksider, and this is a case for what you were talking about, Anthony, was the Sorcerers of Ron. Okay, and literally their cult of Darksiders, not Sith, 
Okay, they are not the Order of the Sith. They are just dark Jedi who literally are basically harbingers of the end of the universe. Same thing with yeah. the Dathomir witches off of uh, Dathomir. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. The Night Sisters. <laughs> yes, I the Night Sisters. The Night Sisters are literally evil witches that you know controlled rancors, <laughs> <laughs> which makes them really cool. Say, yes. you, you really don't get much more badass than being able to control rancors. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and and that's the thing though is you. But I think you have your extremes on on any side that that's yeah, really well yeah no there's a um i can't remember the the part of the expanded universe that he comes out of but there's a jedi who is so emotionally detached that he doesn't give a crap that like half of the people around him die like he's ju- and, and he's to it be is honest, what it is let it be well he's causation for it at they're that going point. back like he 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 manipulates things in a, in a way that ends up leading to these people dying, and he's like, oh wait, the numbers were better off if I would have done it another way. Yeah. Like, he thinks of everything <clears throat> in an emotionally cold level. It, everything is about the numbers with him. And, and that's just how it goes. I, and it's not the only time that we see that there's a few Sereans in in the Expanded Universe where it goes into some weird stuff like that. Well, then again, if we want to talk, we'll just go ahead and refer to them as just Force users then instead of the Grey Order. But another thing, which is now canon, and at least in regards to Star Wars Rebels, which is Disney, remember anything Disney is official canon, you have... Uh, Kanan. 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 Why are you Yeah. <laughs> so we actually have an entire arc after he loses his sight where he learns... From a spirit buffalo. A force beast. Yes. I know. I'm just yeah. making <laughs> about he's all the, this. He's the ghost oppa of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I accept that. Right? I accept that. <laughs> Basically. I think everyone out there who's just like, wait, oppa. Yes, he's the he's the force oppa. <laughs> it basically kind of just imparts that knowledge onto him. I mean, okay. I know we're kind of harping on this whole thing, like, back and forth, like, what's right, the Jedi Order, which they're not, and then the Sith, who are right. <laughs> who are not, because that's the whole reason why we no, have this if you never-ending the, cycle. The, 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 the actual portion of the Sith, besides the fact that they're conquering, they're actually building, okay? And, they're causing jobs. Yes. Okay, new positions open daily. That's the motto of the Empire. <laughs> new positions open daily. They always have cookies in their break rooms. Exactly. Um, I, I just look at it this way. I think that what painted the best picture, okay, for uh, the Force was in uh, the Clone Wars, okay, when they spoke of father, uh, sister, and brother. Okay. The, well. the three from the well. Okay, which was the center moving platform within the galaxy that was literally the well of the force. And it had the first ever force user father, okay, who had brother and sister and one light side, one dark side. Yes, he's the balance. He's not a gray. He is the balance. But at the same time, that proves also what I'm trying to talk about with the fact that um, a dark sider, okay, in a sense, utilizes all spectrums and does not minimize the knowledge okay sister minimized her impact and brother did too brother only stayed with dark side okay he became a dark side beast that he could transform into sister a light side beast and and that whole thing but that that paints a beautiful picture with um throughout the entire uh stream of the force about how things are and that the Jedi Order, and matter of fact, even the Sith Order, 
are kind of wrong in in their pursuit of it's it's a, a valuable lesson because it's a teaching of the lesson of two extremes. Yes. Okay. Um, but is is this the same planet that where the midichlorian came from? I'm gonna hit you. In <laughs> we will stab you in the throat. Okay. <laughs> the fact that they went ahead and did that, and then went ahead and Toriyama took that idea for S cells is horrible. <laughs> I just think it's funny that as a further slap to the face, they actually dedicated an episode to that. It's like we're gonna go to this planet, which was the birthplace of midichlorian. But I don't say okay, and I could be wrong. I don't, don't remember. Refer, they don't ever refer to it as that. They, they do. Do um, they actually I, refer to it in that? I episode? unfortunately do not have the episode offhand, so definitely rollers. If you like, can remember off the top of your head, leave it in the comments below. Well, the name of the episode is the well. It's the well. It's, it's, it's the in well. Season five, I think. See, I remember yeah, it's uh, one of the last like well, ten episodes. First off, or some first shit. off, I think it was like couple episodes. I think it was like three or it four It was like three episodes. or four is when Ahsoka Tano was there with them as well. Right. Well, it was um, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka all in the well. They go through this whole thing. Uh, Anakin freaking, actually learns himself he, he to be learns, Darth Vader. Well, he, he doesn't just learn that. He becomes he, him. He is truly acknowledged by Father and them to be the chosen one. Well, this is no, this was an episode where Yoda was speaking to somebody specifically. I don't okay, know that, if that would be the same episode, but no, there's actually the a planet of Midichlorian. Oh, oh, oh spawning place. Um, that, was, that was the birth of the Living Force. Yes, that was the birth of the Living Force. That was, that was where force. you see more of the Force Beasts. Yeah. The ancient Force Beasts, correct? Yes. Those yeah. are more of Force Beasts where the well was more of the actual, like... Essence of the Force. Yeah. The Force coming to life. And manifesting into where, where Midichlorians freaking matter, okay? I yeah, well, I was going to say, in, in a sense, just like the term, the well... It is where all the Force came from, but I think what you're looking for in those episodes is where it finally first manifested in the galaxy to create these eldest of the Force beasts. It created these bugs and where any, all of us. And where anybody dies <laughs> that is a Force user goes and becomes one of the Force, unless you're Qui-Gon Jinn and you become a living Force spirit. Yeah. Now, of course, this is... <laughs> that's the other thing. So, you're telling me that the Force is a whole bunch of germs... So yeah. when you die, you're just a whole bunch of you're a pl- germs. You're a plague that just kind of like you're a bad permeates. Sneeze. All I heard was Plagueis, and I said, "Go on," because <laughs> <laughs> I love that Sith. Okay, the, the the predecessor to Sidious, the amazing mastermind that he is, and the theorized true father uh, via force manipulation to Anakin and the Chosen One is. So, you know, I like that. Let's continue with that. You said your favorite. So, how about Brian? I already know your answer. Darth Revan. Darth <laughs> Revan, hands down. He went against the... Left the Jedi Order to fight the Mandalorians. Fought I, against the Emperor. Got corrupted. Came back. Tr- almost wiped out the, uh, the the Jedi in the Republic. Then fought the Empire and pretty much almost killed every single Sith. Yeah, pretty much just like... Uh, and then had a family, started a family, and told the Jedi to screw off. But see, that's the thing, though. Yeah, and I'll give you, I'll give you that, Brian. The fact that he's kind of, he's the most balanced of what, uh, you know, chronology or chron- I can't say the word words words. <laughs> words. <laughs> he is the most balanced that we've seen within um, the timeline. The timeline for visual, because I, I don't know, I haven't read all the books. If you can, if you can tell us someone that's uh, in the novels that you've read. That may be a better example for the most balanced, you know, force user ever. Please list it below and let us know. Uh, we'd like to at least follow up on that. The, the universe is so big that we can't, 
you know, as much as I would love to know everything about Star Wars. Because Revan became the most balanced. It was, I believe, in one of his, uh, Revan's book, um, where they introduced Lord Scourge. He got the helmet back from um, Basta, I believe Basta Sean, his wife. Okay. Or or the, no, it was the, from the exile from the second Kotor game. Gave him back the helmet of Revan, which brought back all his dark side memories on how he became who he was. Right. And he fully gained the powers of the dark side, light side, and was almost as powerful as the Emperor. Yes. Which consumed the entire planet. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the Emperor, uh, during that time, in the Old Republic, was no joke. He was in, he was immortal. No. He sacrificed well, okay. hundreds of Sith Lords and became an immortal. First off, first off, if you look at the progression of Sith themselves, how their teaching works is that Siths, with the Rule of Two, should be stronger than the last. Yeah, okay, that that's just that is literally how the rule is supposed to work. Is, it's the rule of Dragon Ball Z. You know, yeah. it's always constantly ramping up your power. <laughs> well, but the thing is, though, it's not a Goku that's taking all the power. As li- even though a Sith Lord wants to live beyond his prime and and have um, as many kind of servants as they want, well, it, at least in succession because they don't have too many <laughs> ones. Um, the thing is, is if you fear your own death, you're you're gonna die quicker. Yeah. Okay. And your your real job as a Sith is to make sure that you know you teach your print your apprentice as much as you can. Okay, by forcing them to learn as much as you can, because you're not going to just give it away. No, no. Okay? And, and you don't you don't have acid either. You Teaching push them to the point you where you might them... potentially kill them. Exactly. If they survive, awesome. Listen, if the they Sith... die. They weren't strong. The, the, the yep. Sith of the Vegeta of the Star Wars universe, because they push themselves so much further than the Goku's. Of... I was going to say, does that make light, uh, light side and the Jedi a Goku? I'm going to give them the Goku thing because because, because, because they're, they're idiots. They're, yeah, because they're, they're idiots. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they're idiots. Okay, <laughs> their Welcome dumb by. luck puts them in the spot to where they kind of you know defeat the villain but vegeta is the hardest working guy in super um well all of dragon ball and the sith are basically the same way how they teach their students yeah so to avoid this from becoming another dragon ball cast yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh i would definitely have to say my my favorite character i can't go with revan because you took it that's fine i i I would say it's a side i'd have to say obi-wan i think obi-wan and Looking back on it, he, at least even as a Jedi, would see where certain things were not right. He would deviate from the code. That's all thanks to Qui-Gon Jinn. Yes. Let's be in truth. If if his teacher was not Qui-Gon Jinn, he wouldn't have the the insight to know that the Jedi are not infallible. No, because that's the thing, is he too was, he was a little bit reckless in the beginning in his youth well but then he had he had Qui-Gon Jinn's direction to you know kind of rein him in a little bit at the same time as to where Obi-Wan even though he's a little bit reckless in youth he was still very much by the book as Mm -hmm. far as his beliefs as for Qui-Gon Jinn I will definitely give him credit where credit's due is the one said you know kind of open your mind a little bit yeah well you you had Yoda and Qui-Gon Jinn who at the time were the only non-traditionalist Jedi yeah, no, I, I get that. That's what I'm saying. That's why well, Mace Windu was oh, yeah, Mace non-traditional Windu as well. Yeah. He was non-traditional his, in his style of combat. Yeah, back and forth between light and dark. He yeah. used emotions in his, at the height of each battle. Yeah. I mean, he had a very dangerous um, lightsaber style. So, yes. and, and I'm not just talking about the fact that he was deadly with a lightsaber. I'm talking about the fact that, just like you said... It borderline dark side. It was borderline dark side. He literally had to kind of 
kiss that wall of the dark side. He groped it very before. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Why do you think he was giving him purple cons- rain? With consent. With consent. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when it comes to Obi-Wan, not only was he a strong force user, but again, the fact that he would kind of teeter that line, the fact that he was able to, you know, grow as a, as a character, understand the flaws and kind of continue from there. And even not only that, he was it was also a master strategist. Yeah, but he still couldn't hold a candle to Plo Koon. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You just threw out my favorite Jedi's name. And yes, I do have a favorite Jedi. Plo Koon okay? is one of the greatest. <laughs> but e- even though they bitched him in the movies. Which yeah, they, okay, did. Oh, they did. They did. They really Extremely. did. Extremely. You gotta understand... And for those who don't know, Plow Koon is a master investigator. He is a master with the Force itself, especially because since he is a Keldor, their Force he, traditions... He was the last of the original Jedi Sentinels. Yes. And he it was a master... He was an ace pilot of the Jedi Order. This guy, he, to me, if you're going to follow any kind of traditions, being Jedi, you would follow a Keldor because of their sense of justice, their sense of uh, right and wrong, the fact that they were true sentinels of what they believed in. There was no contradiction with them. There was still compassion, but there was no contradiction with the the Keldor and how they actually had their Jedi order and even, well, their force traditions were Little bit crazy. The Barandos Sages. The Barandos Sages, amazing with <laughs> weather control. Yes. Weather manipulations. Either way. But I, I <laughs> love how I bring up my character and everybody else makes my argument for me. Well, Thank you. Ah! Well, well, you bring up literally like the best Jedi ever. And it also doesn't help that Falcoon actually is the only technical Jedi that has a form of force lightning. Force judgment. Yes. Yo. Less powerful, but not dark side, and it can really wreak some havoc. I, it, for smite. Yes. <laughs> for judgment he, testicles. He is the paladin of, uh, okay, the true Jedi, you know what I mean? He is, that, he's an amazing character. <laughs> I hate the fact what they did to him in the prequels, but uh, nonetheless. I, I nonetheless. like what they did with him in Clone Wars, though, in the actual uh, yes. series. In the series, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, he also ran, like, my favorite outfit, uh, the uh, 104. Fifth, I believe. The Wolf Squadron. The Wolf Squadron. Yep. Okay. So, you gotta love that. The, his, his squad was the... And I mean, they were mostly artillery, but still. It was cool. So, uh, Mike. <laughs> no. Go ahead. <laughs> Aside from Plow Coon, pick someone else. <laughs> oh, that, became, that became a community pick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, done yeah. fucked up. It is that, was, that is something I think all of us could agree on, right? I was actually <laughs> waiting for someone to bring up Plow Coon. Oh, I was... Uh, it was going to be me. It was, I'm, the Keldor, I'm the Keldor whore. I, 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 lo- I love all no, of them. No, first off, I was saving that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> even um, on that, I've actually heard, uh, seen another video earlier of... Uh, Someone's fan theory of uh, what happens if Order 66 never actually went through. And freaking Plow Koon becomes God. That's no, Plow Koon joined oh. uh, Obi-Wan on Moosefar and actually put uh, Anakin in cuffs where uh, Yoda... <laughs> um, but I don't understand. He had no arms. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't crispy then. He wasn't crispy then. It was not crispy. Right, you, you're going to put some nubs on there? Yes. <laughs> Um, Could it just slip out or something? And uh, <laughs> two of the other masters went with Yoda to fight uh, Sidious and pretty much just 
Went to town on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> One actually got a lightsaber through her chest. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't going to go down without a fight. Um, I can't remember her name right now. Um, the Twi'lek. Um, that's that's yeah. fine. If you if you know the the Jedi that Brian is talking about, make sure that you put it in the the comments below. And, you know, every once in a while we have that. She was the one that got shot up in the scenes of yes. Order yeah. Six. because they were yeah. they made the reference of like their masters. They are able to sense the Force. That's what they are mostly trained on. Like what Yoda did on Kashyyyk at that yeah. time. They did. They would do the same thing, and most of the Jedi masters would actually survive. Which was great because Yoda's just like, "Bitch, you thought?" Yeah, <laughs> right. up and cuts both their heads off. Wait, no. you're alive, bitch. I might be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, fine. If I've got to choose another, you got to choose someone one. else besides Plakoon because everyone jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just go old school. I'll choose Exar Kun. There you go. <laughs> that works for me. Hey, listen, I'm I'm not gonna hate on that. You know what I mean? You, you have someone who... Well, you have essentially the person who created the rule of two. You have... No, no. Bane. Well, no, Bane, Bane. Bane created rule Exar Kun technically he created perfect- the Exar Kun was the one who was like, I'm just going to order us into a fashion and I'm going to consolidate the power as much as possible. He brought everybody under one banner. Yeah. Yes. That, he pretty much did what Darth Cryat did in the Legacy era. Yeah. The rule um, many. <laughs> yeah, the rule of two, but many twos. Well, I mean, Darth Cryat's rule of many having so many apprentices that you think that, or you, your your plan is that the out of all of them, if they start to kill each other, then that means there will be an actual strongest, six, the strongest who will be able to take you out. But his rule didn't really work anyways because. His other hope was that they would be battling each other so much that they he wouldn't would, get killed. Well, yeah, he wouldn't I get mean, killed. Okay, so even if you go back womp to womp. The, the the like Bane yeah. and Exar Kun, when you look at the when you look at the timeline for um, the Old Republic era of Sith, you have the Rule of Two going on, but there's a master and apprentice, but there's also other masters and other apprentices because of the fact that they even when they did try to consolidate things, it never really kind of funneled into only being two guys. Eventually, after Exar Kun, it was only two. Because Exar Kun was the one that brought everybody together, and then was like, I'm gonna kind of start taking out some of the other masters. Well, I think, because, I mean, I just remember when Exar Kun, being a Dark Jedi, coming in and kind of, uh, you know, consolidating and, and turning the Sith into what they would be known for later as this mass army of darksiders and and you know the new in a Shot sense troopers. sith empire um that really kind of spawned yes there was a primary leader like exar kun but um you had and i can't remember the true name of it but it's basically the council of sith lords okay yeah. It may have been vaguely named after that, but because you had, you're right, you had multiple Sith Lords, but they were kind of almost like feudal, feudal uh, Japanese um, daimyos, you know what I mean? Kind of leaders of their own armies. And they would constantly battle each other. For, for control over, over those things, and it caused enough strife, but at the same time though, in other fashions, they were almost like Greek city-states. Because they would come together to go against a common foe to expand the greater empire as it would be. Mm. So you always had this eternal motion of evolution in their society. 
Okay, you always had, listen, one army is going to fight the other one for more control and see whose army is going to consolidate into the other one, but it was for the greater good. A a stronger will survive, which is a bigger theme for them, is not just the knowledge, but we will amass more, because in our rule, in our society, we will be the biggest, the grandest, the most powerful you know, our our reach will go throughout the galaxy. So you would actually see more of that uh the Sith Council in the Star Wars Revan book. Where you actually see Lord Scourge, you would actually see the Emperor of that time, how he would actually control them to make them fight each other so they wouldn't go after him and they would make it make them stronger in the process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean but that that tends to be the thing, though. The expanded universe kind of creates a lot of that in both the Old Republic and even the Legacy era. There there are supposed to be other Sith out there besides Palpatine, Vader, and stuff during even that time period uh, in, in, within the expanded universe. Because um, there's always those Sith holocrons that are always going to bestow that knowledge onto somebody. Well, or it's make, not even that. It's the fact that... Or it, make them force lightning them in the testicles, but hey. The, the, the fact is, <laughs> is that there's so, there's so much in that, that, that galaxy that's far, far away that the outer rim worlds and some of even what, what's considered like the undiscovered uh, parts of the galaxy beyond that... Are you going to outbound flight now? Whoa, 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 first off, Outbound Flight had nothing... Well, okay, it only had minor things to do with uh, Darksiders and the Jedi and all that stuff. And it had a lot more to do with... With Yuzhong Vong. Well, yeah. <laughs> Won- I was going to just call it wonky shit, but that's fine. Okay. We can put a name to it. That's fine. I was trying not to go to that deep, dark corner of space. <laughs> we don't talk because... about the Yuzhong Vong. Yeah. Which, is, which is unfortunate because, again, we're talking about the Expanded Universe. And when Disney came in, they kind of just said, hey, guys, that's all that's out. not Disney is not canon anymore. But thankfully, with the acquisition of Marvel, guess what became canon again? The Old Republic. They a lot actually, of the comics. If you actually watch Rebels and uh, Clone Wars, they've actually brought a lot of the... Kotor in there. Yes, I, by, I love that. By um, stating where the uh, the black uh, knight saber came in from uh, the Mandalorians, where that was from a thousand year old Jedi Mandalorian. Who could now have quoting been? the Jedi, uh, the Mandalorian knights making them uh, legit now, and by bringing in what I think it was Darth Bane. Yes, they actually yeah, they brought him they in. officially brought in Darth Bane, and they actually Bane. rendered and was going to have him in there was Darth Revan. That's a Force spirit as well, but they kind of. Canceled that. Well, to go off what Anthony was saying, because, Brian, you brought up a very good point with that, is the fact that with Disney making this grab for Marvel and everything else like that, I don't necessarily know if they've officially acknowledged everything that was in the comics for canon, but I think that they're definitely – they're showing that they are taking in consideration. The the current – comics are all canon that is because, true. because I'm talking about the older because stuff. Is, because well no the older stuff was not marvel the older stuff was dark horse oh you're right yeah. so that stuff yeah unfortunately because there's some good stuff even in those comics it, it goes stuff. away yeah. it's it's only anything marvel because but it, of the, and that's very true i guess i missed uh misinterpretation the fact that you know dark horse to marvel but um i still think that they're 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 taking in consideration all that case in fact what brian said with bringing in Darth Bane. They didn't have to. 
Okay, they didn't have to bring in any of that stuff, but they said, hey, listen, we're at least going to build um, upon what you guys already know, and maybe we're going to sharpen it, refine it, tweak it to how we truly want the, the universe to be. Well, that's I they... still want my Dash Rendar back, man. I still want my Dash Rendar. I love Shadows of the Empire. You... That was one of the best that you Star Wars. You, you might actually. There's, actually. So there's a lot of they lot might of... bring Dash Rendar. Yeah. I think they brought in Wedge, Wedge, and all them. They brought in a lot of like Wedge, um, a lot of these others, uh, heroes that aren't Force. To... They brought in uh, my favorite Chiss. They brought in Grand Admiral Thrawn. Which was a surprise. I did not think they were going to kind of just throw him in there in oh that my way. Gosh. Like, but when I saw that, I'm like, Thrawn's going to go apeshit. Oh I know he's going to go I went apeshit because Thrawn is a fucking badass. And he, he shows that. He does. He shows that. He not shows... a force user. Not a force user. But the reason why I like Thrawn, not just because I'm an imperialist, but <laughs> it's how Which, manipulative and how cunning and creative he is with all is, his plans. He is a master strategist. He thinks at least ten moves ahead. He is a master chess player. He is. He. he the, thank you. You just painted it for me. I'm done. Drop the mic. I'm out, guys. I'm sorry. Right? I love. I love Thrawn. Thrawn. He is one of my favorite. Thrawn is like my favorite all time non force using person in Star Wars, and one of the only aliens you would actually see. As an at Grand Admiral in the Imperial Army. Because they were racist as hell. Listen. Oh, <laughs> damn right they were. Yeah, they kind of were. Xenophobic. That's all because Extremely of Sidious, to though. the point where he bombarded planets. That, that was all because of Sidious, though. He mainly just didn't like racism. He was an old white guy. He was. Like, oh, he was like, who hates both ends? Sidious, Sidious was an old crotchety white guy who didn't want any other aliens on his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I, let's just put it for real. Like, that's what it was. It was. Uh, so. But to continue to harp on the Old Republic, because again... Sorry. Uh, uh, love love Old Republic so much. We, we can also... I mean, we've already looked at the legacy of the movies. We've already looked at, you know, a brief touch on the legacy of the comics. But then also the games. So many good games. Oh. Like, you, you mentioned that. So many hard. bad games, too. So, that's true. But you know you gotta take the good with the bad. But I, in my opinion, one of the best RPGs I've ever played... And just in general, not even just from Bioware, would be Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I don't think any of us. I second that. that. No, if if you didn't like Knights of the Old Republic, fight me. (laughs) (laughs) And what makes it even better is they're bringing Knights of the Old Republic with a better uh, with the Unreal Engine back onto the Xbox One. Are they? Yes. Because I know there's a Spirion, or uh, I, I probably mispronounced it, I have to go back to it, but there is a fan project using the Unreal Engine, which they've told them, stop, cease and desist, yeah, they were, but they, they were, were like, screw it. you, we're now going to make this for free, because we're not stopping Yeah, because it was their reference to KOTOR 3, um, but no, um, but yeah, the uh, they're bringing back KOTOR for the Xbox One. I, that's going to be phenomenal. If, I, I I need to see proof of this because don't break my heart. Don't play with my emotions. I know. I, I was going to say, you just kind of got a hype well, train going. To be, to be honest, gonna, it still kills it for me because gonna, you said Xbox One. You know what, though? <laughs> it, it's like anything else. 
you're going to have your favoritism with your systems, but... I am, that can't be an exclusive again. I can't let it be an exclusive again. Right, yeah. No, I know, with how games are are nowadays, I'd be really surprised that they're minimizing um, only to Xbox One. That just kind of hurts. Well, no, I I think what they did is they used uh, the footage from that that fan project, uh, because what they announced was... Xbox One compatibility, backwards compatibility for those games. Now, I know Bioware has been in talks, especially with the fact that they are, are kind of on everybody's shit list with Andromeda and some other things. All I'm mean, looking at the IGN website right now for the... It is Xbox One compatibility, but they will be enhanced with a 1080p resolution. So yeah, we're not going to get so, that more pixelated look. We're going to get a more cleaner, crisp look, almost as if it was like Star Wars 13. Yeah, if 13. you want that, if you want that Unreal uh, overhaul, definitely keep an eye out. I, I mean, you can go ahead and search it on, on Google to find it. it. It's not hard to uh, find. I was going to say this is very reminiscent of the Final Fantasy VII port to stream uh, Steam with the updated graphics and everything yeah. like that. I mean, this is obviously going to look a lot better, but yeah. Ugh. This is going to be crazy. It kind of makes me want to get an Xbox One, even though I hate it. Oh, that's well, no, I, if I, you get an Xbox One, I'm borrowing it. I'm just going <laughs> to... Because I, I can't get an I, Xbox I'm just gonna, One. I'm just going to build my better computer, you know, in, in, in 25 yeah. years. Pretty much. And then that, by that time, the Unreal uh, Agent complete over uh, overhaul of Night's Old Republic will be out and free, uh-huh. and I'll be... Downloading and playing the crap out of that. I did see the gameplay on that one. That looks it's it's it puts Ugh. a lot of AAA current games to shame graphics wise and gameplay wise. It's been relatively untouched, which is fine because that system to me worked even yeah. to this yeah, day. Yeah, the game system stands, was very it very stands good. Stands the test yes. of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I still I, I keep Kotor and Kotor Two loaded on my PC at all. And times, even though Kotor back and play them, yeah, and even though Kotor Two was Obsidian. Which is still also a great RPG developer. I mean, just the back to back games. I know some people kind of give Kotor 2 a little bit of a flack, but it still, too, was a great addition to the story. And I know this is going to be considered heresy, and I might get like roundabout slaps from everybody here, but I still feel that the story of Knights of the Republic is probably one of the best Star Wars stories outside of the books. If we're talking about just like actual viewable media from like the TV shows, the movies, the games, one of the best stories of all time. The twist, and I'm not going to say a twist, I know, because sure, it, it's like, God knows how long now it's been out. It's not, anybody who hasn't played a game, a game again, shame on you, but I still want to keep it fresh for anybody who hasn't. Hey, that twist, people. That, that, <laughs> that, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't defend that. I can't defend that. I think the words he's looking for is you're trash people. One of the best <laughs> plot twists of all time. Just I like the want, fact that it was. That. Just the fact that too that it was basically it made you it made you feel stupid when they like with the kind of the the reveal leading up to the actual plot twist you're kind of just like damn why didn't I see that coming wait you didn't see that coming I saw that coming from the moment I woke up see now like, a lot of people like to talk shit like this but almost uh, no just <laughs> remember that episode Mike's wrong yeah always <laughs> or somebody who's so wrong I find it very hard to believe you <laughs> no this is like this is like when the village came out I was like oh wait it's they're, they're, it's not they're not in the past they're in, they're in the modern yeah they're in like the woods uh, oh, like, spoilers! God, <laughs> I don't no, think anybody no, cares. That I don't think anybody cares that that movie got spoiled. <laughs> Actually, I never saw the movie. I didn't care. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I never even needed to. See I don't watch Nicholas Cage anymore. I'm sorry. 
Was it Nicolas Cage in that movie, right? No. 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 See, that's how bad it is. It's yeah. Like yeah. Just, I just reference it with Nicolas Cage and it's just garbage. Because, wow. Sorry. Hey, that's hey. That's hardcore. Con Air was fantastic. Oh my God, not this again. Okay. So he is a... <laughs> no, we're not. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. We're no. not doing this. No, no. No, 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 no. Uh, but he, just like his movie, it died in a fire. Okay. Works <laughs> so, for me. Move on. But, Jedi Academy was a great series. Okay. Or even Jedi Outcast. Dark Forces. Dark, Dark Forces, Forces being one of them, my, yes. was my favorite, like, PC one. I don't know why. I was always a fan of, uh, and I know this is blasphemy because it comes from the prequels, but do you remember the Pod Racer, uh, racer game? It was good. I like the oh, arcade version. The arcade version was also the shit. The 64 but, version was a lot of fun, the 64, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It, it introduced a lot of different characters for the pod. That's why I'm saying specifically the Pod Racer game. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. you wanted, like, a Star Wars-themed racing which, game, it actually was pretty which, good. Which is funny because everybody, uh, not everybody, I shouldn't say that, there's a lot of people that really thought that the whole pod racer segment was just absolute garbage and should have never been in that movie so it's kind of funny that the part the, the, the section of it that a lot of people hate is the part that's actually very enjoyable as a game i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> i actually like the pod racing it was really reminiscent of kotor which was with the swoop racing well yeah, yeah. i'm see i was swoop one of those bikes. I, i'm one of those people that i didn't mind the idea of pod racing but i because we're racers we like cars we like fast things yeah <laughs> but i i can understand how the scenes weren't necessary in the prequels yeah okay yes. Um, I, I always was a big fan of Rogue Squadron for six, for like the, those Nintendo 64 games, like there were three or four of them oh. that came out that were Who doesn't funny. enjoy a good dog fight? Yeah. Exactly. Well, there were, there were a few that were just so good. Rogue Squadron was really good for 64. Yeah. Especially I like when you unlocked the, like the tie ships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, so many like really cool unlockable fighters and stuff like that. But I agree with Anthony. If your system has a good dogfighting system, then you pretty much... You're sold. You're, you're sold. Uh, and as we all know, I'm a huge fan of beat-em-ups. So you know I have to mention Jedi Power Battles. Uh. It was a great game. I don't care what you say. It also had your favorite Jedi in it. Who finished off his combo with a baseball bat swing to knock enemies off of the <laughs> Minus cool. that, one of the all-time games for Star Wars, I think we all can agree. Soul Calibur. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> Smack! <laughs> was the true Star, uh, Battlefront 2. Not the EA crap. The true Battlefront 2 and Battlefront series. Oh, absolutely. The, the original Battlefront. The originals. Yeah, not yeah. the one that EA that garbaged. Yeah. Well, okay. To... Be fair. It's a good he, game. They just did a bunch of dirty shit the, to Exactly. It. The campaign the was great. And, and, no, yes, the, the campaign was great. Exactly. Battlefront is a beautifully done, amazing game. Can, is, can of story, too. Just yeah. yeah, it is but, good, yes. but the fact that EA <laughs> did what they did is where it kind of went into the trash. It's not because of the game. It's because EA's... All the microtransactions, yes. Yeah. They judged or binked it. To the point where they actually what lost what? Six billion. Six billion in like uh stock and revenue? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and people are actually putting a petition to remove their uh Star Wars license for all games. Yes, but Battlefront two with the Roman numerals, not the actual number, yes, was yes. was definitely a, an amazing game. <laughs> oh uh, yes. Not even a, a big fan of first person shooters, but I can remember just the countless hours poured into that and even just the the, the hero battles that Going you into get the into. actual uh, Imperial Knights, the ones with the purple arm of the Gatling uh, cannons just <laughs> mowing everybody down. 
Uh, the whole having the different classes, yeah. Yes. Listen, I remember the true Imperial Knights, which were red armored, looked like Imperial Guards, but so much better in silver lightsabers. So that's a legacy <laughs> era. That's a whole different story. That's a beautiful thing. Anything with a silver lightsaber is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are cool. Um, but yeah, either way, do you remember? The game that was in the arcade, and I, I'm really pissed at myself for not remembering the name, where you actually went around and your controller was the lightsaber. Yeah, yes, and it was a giant lightsaber in front of you. Yeah, um, and it helped you. Like, that was that was your, your joystick for the flight mod. That was when you, you were going through with um, the, the... I think it was Star Wars Return... Or it was a Return of the Jedi game. It was Return of the Jedi. It, yeah, exactly. Because you, you, you did the Millennium Falcon flying out of the exploding yeah. Death Star. Yeah. You yep. basically got, like, all the, the best spots. Scenes. All the best scenes. Yeah, yeah all the best of... scenes, whether it be... Okay, one was Hoth. Bringing I mean... that up, does anybody remember the Super Nintendo games? Yeah. The, the 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 Super Star Wars, Super Star Wars, Super Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Super Star Wars. I unfortunately don't think that I ever got to play those. Oh my god, they were so good. I got good. to play the original. It was Contra with a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah it was, <laughs> wow. All I uh, whoa. Like I just kind of like flew back in time right there with what you said. <laughs> it, it was very much a like Metroidvania like Metroidvania. side scrolling Metroidvania. platformer. That's where, an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> Where you controlled Luke Skywalker through most of the, the, the stuff that happened throughout Star Wars. I mean, a lot of the stuff that you control him through never actually happened. Like, I don't ever remember him needing to platform over it. All the platforms. Platforms uh, will always be the bane of my existence. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I, I halfway, I guess back in the day, wanted to really have a game that was Star Wars that was kind of like... Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I don't know why that's popped back into my head because of like I, I was such a big fan of Castlevania Symphony of the Night that I kind of thought it would be a little bit cool to have. Well, congratulations, it exists. I know. <laughs> that's all, now it's just like, wait, why did I not know about it? Like if it, if it, if I had this game, I would have been so much more complete. <laughs> Either there was read. there are ways to play that some would consider unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we corrupted him to the Sith. Yes, exactly. uh, you know what? For for a person who doesn't like the Sith, you tend to to quote and I, rope on I'm, a lot I'm, of the dark side. I stuff. also do Jedi. I'm bounced. Oh shut <laughs> up! All right, listen. I'm sorry. The cast is going to end early. I have to smack the shit out of Anthony for the next couple hours. He hates it whenever I mention anything involving the the, the Force balance or the the Gray Order. We don't mind the balance. We don't like the Gray no, Order. Balance is fine. Balance is understandable. That is a, a resounding I think that's why theme. We don't mind the balance. Yeah, the <laughs> balance is a resounding theme on both sides of the Force. I'm talking about just the Gray Order. Yes, you love to push my buttons with that shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why I oh, have yeah. to snap People shit. at my work say that, and I just want to put them into an ER room. And you know what? I know we could have this conversation for hours upon hours, but I think that's going to roll just us hours? out. Days. Days, months. Weeks, months, years. years. I, okay, Lifetime. Li- realistically, we continually have these conversations, so that the, the hours is a lie. I think I was just trying to credit that to the cast itself. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's going to roll us out for the evening. Uh, Brian, we really want to thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'll see you guys again hopefully soon. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Ding the bell to be notified of any future videos that also come to this channel. And join the conversation down in the comments below. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
and any of the social media listed in the description below. Check us out and follow us on Twitch for any of the random streams throughout the week. And if you'd like to expand the empire, join us on Patreon and become a patron today. Join our Discord and interact with the crew and all other rollers. And as always, may the Force be with you.